Welcome to Disney Minus Reverse Rebirth, the side eh, podcast on Disney Minus where I am slowly-ish dragging Cat through Kingdom Hearts. I am Steven, the pilot on this gummy ship of madness. And I'm Cat, and I am disproportionately angry with Aladdin's pants still. <laughs> Which <laughs> leads work. <laughs> Which leads right into the review. Cat, what happened last time aside from pants? Uh, aside from pants, okay, um, so I remember we went through Olympus Coliseum, and we got to see Cerberus, yes. who is a good boy and deserves all the belly scritchies, even though, you know, <laughs> he kind of tried to eat us. Hey. Uh, we got to meet Cloud, um, who is also apparently, uh, or at least at that point, in Hades, and that yeah. he had to kind of kill us to get through. Yeah. Um, so we did all that. Um, we got to go to Agrabah. And eat Aladdin and his stupid pants, which I don't like. <laughs> Luckily, we're going to be finishing Agrabah today, so you don't have to Good, because I'm dead serious. Like, seriously, in the picture that was posted, literally, he is in a potato pillow sack. The little feet hold at the bottom. Realistically, he should be face planting every time he takes a step. But aside from that, the cable ones looked really cool. Yeah. Um, that did look neat. Um, that's about what I remember. So let's just go from there. Okay, I have got my notes up, so go ahead and start my time. Right, and timer is now. Right, okay, so uh, let me see. Last time where we had left off was right after, yeah, right after the pot centipede fight. So somehow, even though Jasmine clearly fell into one of the pots that made up the pot centipede, she's just straight up gone. I genuinely, I didn't go back and rewatch the episode of the Let's Play, so I genuinely forget why we know to go to the desert, but we go back out to the desert. <laughs> <laughs> and I had already put the picture of it up because I think I mentioned it like right at the end of the episode. But the giant like tiger head that forms the Cave of Wonders, uh, right. we have to fight that as a boss fight. So wait, refresh my memory. Did he get like possessed by the Heartless or whatever? Because he was like usually just kind of chill in the movie. It's like I'm not really. I don't think it's really possession, but like the way it's presented is. That, like... Because, I mean, he was mostly his... neutral anyway. It's, like, basically, as long as you went in and didn't touch anything but the lamp, he really didn't give a shit. Yeah, in the movie, yeah. What it is in the game is, like, the way it's presented is he's got, like, these two, like, clouds of darkness in his eyes. So, the actual, like, point of the fight is to get, or, like, get around, climb up him, and attack those. But what makes it difficult is that he'll, like, spit out Heartless every now and then, so they'll start attacking you, too. So that's where you have to, like balance your time and whatever gotcha so it's like i guess kind of possession just not straight up possession more just like he ain't right they the boy ain't right more just like more just i guess they hit him with a rage spell or something they made him mad and he was like <laughs> which i mean if i had shit up in my eyes i'd be pretty pissed off too so exactly but yeah so we eventually free it i guess i don't know we destroy the darkness in its eyes as long as we make him a little less Rory. <laughs> yeah, no, at, after this point, it stops doing anything, and it just goes back to just sitting there with his mouth open, just... Rah. So kitty, warm kitty, little <laughs> ball of roar. I was going to say little ball of sand, but that works too. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm actually wearing the soft kitty shirt right now, so... Yeah, but... um. When we get into the Cave of Wonders, it basically has got two sections. I mean, there's multiple rooms and stuff, obviously. Uh, but what it is, is there's sort of the main part of it that is you walking along, like, a stone floor and whatever. 
but you'll notice that there are sections of it missing that just like fall off, fall away into like the game has it as just solid black, so they didn't have to like you know make a hole or whatever. <laughs> Lazy. But so, eh, it was it was the past. <laughs> Fair, but, but if you if you fall down there though, the second like layer, so to speak, of the Cave of Wonders is basically like kind of this flooded area that you can swim around and so it's kind of neat because you'll have to there are a couple of times where you'll have to bounce from one to the other like there's a pillar that you can break in the water section that stops a door from being blocked up top so you like have to go down there and swim around a little bit Uh which is kind of cool and I did not get a picture of them, because I guess I forgot, but there are these little, like, statue dudes um, of, like, I think they're basically supposed to be gorillas. I'm pretty sure one of this, one of these statues appeared in the movie. I just don't remember, because it's been forever. But you can have Abu, like, touch the little jewel that they're holding, and that's how they'll, like, they'll react and open up different sections and stuff like that. So they look like the little monkeys or whatever that he touched in the actual movie? I think so. I don't. It's been a while since I watched the car, the movie, so I don't remember them super well. But I think so because the jewel, like the jewel thing, I definitely remember that part at least. Right, because it was like a monkey holding like a ruby or something. I think that a ruby yeah. stole and totally fucked everything over. Thank you. Yeah, they have like five or six of those throughout the Cave of Wonders this time. In the point. Yeah, like one wasn't tempting enough. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, now you're supposed to touch it too, so I don't know. It's whatever. I'm going to talk about mixed messages, goddamn Disney. Right? Um, but, so basically, you work your way through all of that. They, the only complaint I ever had is that it can sometimes be, depending on where you are, can be a little... And, I mean, this is the point, obviously, but basically it can be kind of easy for enemies to knock you off down into the water section, and then you got to, like, work your way all the way back up, or back oh, up and back around to where you were. Yeah, so that part can kind of suck, but... <laughs> But, um, so yeah, so you, as you're going through, it'll pause every now, or pause a couple times to give you cutscenes of basically just keeping you up to date with what's going on with Jafar as you're running to him. Uh, so the first one shows him, yeah, the first one has him and Maleficent and Genie in, like, this big round chamber where he, uh, uses, uses his first wish to make Genie show him the keyhole for this world. So it's like, that's going to save a lot of trouble if they can take him to other worlds, I guess. But uh, during this cutscene, uh, they have uh, they have their own little conversation. And, uh, sorry, I started to think I was getting ahead of myself, but I think, I'm pretty sure it's here. But they have their own little conversation. Um, Call your squirrel brain, Steven. No. Um, <laughs> basically, Jafar <laughs> is asking um, Maleficent, why don't or why not explain the situation to that boy Riku? Doing so may actually prove useful to our. He gets cut off, but basically, like, could actually prove useful to our plan. Basically, he's saying, "Why don't you actually tell Riku what's going on instead of like the subtle mind games you're trying to play?" And uh, eventually, uh, Sora and the others do catch up. Actually, that's why he gets interrupted. Is them running up, <laughs> and Maleficent just pieces out as soon as they show up. She doesn't even take part. In any of this boss fight or the rest of the cutscene, she's just like, oh, Sora's here? Bye. Maleficent's yeah. <laughs> like, she's probably the smartest villain in, of all of this. She's like, deuces, I'm gone. I know, right? Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, they, you know, they obviously are concerned about Jasmine. They run up, you know, where is she? Blah, blah, blah. He's like, I can't give you back. 
You see, she's a princess, one of seven, who somehow hold the key to opening the door, and... What door, Jafar? (laughs) (laughs) But, I'm not even kidding. Uh, He straight up just says, but you fools won't live to see what lies beyond that, and uses his second wish to (laughs) make Genie attack Sora and the others. With the goal, obviously, being that he wants Genie to murder our little anime boy and cartoon dog and duck. Aww. Yeah, so this I'm sorry, this I don't like starts... to be sad, so... Aww. <laughs> eh. Well, it's, what's actually kind of funny is this starts, obviously, the first stage of this boss fight, which, um, which I actually really dig because since, like, Genie's being forced to do this by the fact that Ansem... Or not Ansem. By the fact that um, Jafar is in charge, he doesn't actually want to hurt Sora, so <laughs> he'll sit there, like, as he's coming up to hit him, he'll start, like, shouting, oh god, Sora, get out of the way, and, like, he'll pull his, he'll, like, slow himself down just enough to, like, pull his punches to, like, give Sora a chance to, like, move So he's being a little sissy ball. Bad. <laughs> well, it's, you've got Genie, who you, can, you can't actually attack Genie, because he's our friend, we, we don't want to hurt him. So, uh, so it's Genie... Well, yeah, exactly. So it's Genie doing that as, like, an obstacle that you gotta get around, and Jafar, like, floating around the room casting different kinds of spells and shit at you, so it's the two of them, like, little flipping Jafar at long-range, Genie at close. <laughs> but yeah, so basically you gotta ch- uh, chase Jafar around the room and beat him up to finish this section. Uh, let me see, did I have any pictures? I mean, it seems like it should be really today? cathartic. Like, yeah, just chase Jafar around and beat the shit out of him. You would think. <laughs> okay, no, I didn't. Um, they don't... You know how in the in the movie, it's like a little bit of a mind trick that they like pull on Jafar to kind of trick him into wishing that he's a genie? Yeah. Yeah, they don't do that here. <laughs> what the fuck? No, it's instead what it is, is... That's what beat him and led to the whole really, really bad sequel movie. No, uh, no, what it is... I mean, he still gets turned into a genie. Obviously, we're not going to get out of this without a boss fight against Genie Jafar. Okay. Uh, first off, after clearing the first stage of the fight, um, what is it? Yeah, Sora, or not Sora. Sora's not a spell. Fire and Blizzard both get upgraded to Fyra and Blizzara, so we're starting to actually get the stronger versions of our spells. Ooh. <laughs> but no, it's not that they can, it's not that they, like, trick him into wishing that he's a genie. He's just like, oh, they beat me in the first stage of the fight? Genie, for my third wish, make me an all-powerful genie. I mean, technically that's what he did in the movie, though, with started getting his ass kicked, and then was like, okay, you know what, no. You know, one thing I know. I know, it's just funny because they have to, like, truncate the world plots so much compared to the movies because they've got so many worlds in the game <laughs> that they don't they don't have the whole conversation. They just have the part where he becomes a genie, and it's just really funny because it's like, as soon as the fight ends, he's just like, all right, genie me. I mean, to be fair, Jafar was a little bitch, so. I mean, a little bit. He um, really was. But, okay, yeah, so this is where we... I, this is one of my least favorite boss fights in the first game because you're you're not actually fighting Jafar for it. Okay, can I just say one thing? Yes. On the one hand, that screenshot looks really cool, but oh my god, on the other hand, movies. <laughs> such such is the I guess challenge in trying to. That's what I see. Oh my god, Jafar has like epic movies. 
Yeah, it does kind of look like it. But <laughs> No, it doesn't kind of look like it. He's got movies. But no, what you gotta do in this fight, and the reason that I hated it so much, like, it's not one that I had to do over and over. It's just really annoying to try to do. You're on, you're on like a big square platform that is itself divided into six other platforms that will raise and lower at different times to kind of I'm move you around and make it harder for you to get. No, that in and of itself is already annoying. But what you got to do, you don't actually fight Jafar. He's off to the side, like throwing fireballs at you and shit. So who are you fighting? Well, you have to Iago. What? Yeah, what it is is you're fighting be, fucking like, carrot. Yeah, what it is is oh, as soon as noise. Jafar, as soon as Jafar went genie, his lamp just sort of poofed into existence. So they were all like, "Get the lamp!" So Iago, or so basically Iago grabbed the lamp and is trying to like keep it away from you. So you've got to like you've got to negotiate all of these rising and falling platforms that will sometimes just straight up block you off in an area, and you have to wait for them to readjust. And keep up with Iago, who, like, is constantly just zooming around, trying not to get hit, obviously. So it's just, it just makes it for, like, a really tedious boss fight. Because, again, like, it's not like there's a big dude that you're actually fighting. It's just keeping up with the bouncing ball and hitting it enough. Okay, so, fuck Jafar's movies. Fuck Aladdin's stupid pants. <laughs> and fuck that goddamn corny pigeon that they call Iago. God, for real, though. Um... But yeah, so that's so that's how that boss fight goes. It's not great. Um, afterward, obviously, you you win. You get the lamp from uh, Iago and like suck Jafar up into it. That's that's the thing is most of these bosses will like explode to some degree. So it's like, oh shit, we just killed the Disney character Ursula or Clayton or Oogie Boogie or whoever. I mean, technically, we didn't kill Clayton. He just went squish. Yeah, I mean, Jafar gets trapped in his lamp. <laughs> That's his I mean, end yeah, in this game. At least he didn't get squished by a giant chameleon thing, so... Right? But, um, somehow, though, after the fight is over... Actually, we get the first Ansem report, which, if you, like I said, I'm gonna wait till the end and just do all of those at once, but we get the first one here, Ansem report number one. Um, Jasmine had been knocked out. No, she had been awake, but had stayed up top because when this whole thing started, like, the floor dropped out and, like, everyone fell into the big pit where they were fighting Jafar. She stayed up top next to where the keyhole was. They get back up there and she's gone. Of course. Yeah. Uh, the only hint we have so far at what, what may have happened is just before the shot of them coming back up to see her gone, we get a POV shot of somebody, we don't know who, walking up behind her. And then it cuts down to Sora and the others, like, celebrating. Yeah, we beat Jafar. I'm going to go out on a limb here and guess the same people that are catching Alice at Snow White may well, yeah, yeah. just have possibly gotten Jasmine. Well, yeah, same group, but, like, we don't know who. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, clear. They're, they're not going to hit us with another another villain group kidnapping anyone right now. Just um, going yeah, on so a limb here. I know, right? But yeah, so they get back up there. Jasmine's gone, but of course they do take the time to seal the keyhole because it's not like you're going to just leave that unsealed. Ooh, shiny. I know, right? Uh, this is where they do the end of the movie where, you know, Aladdin's like, oh, is he actually going to wish Jamie free? Of course of course he is. He's Aladdin and he's a good boy. I wish um, you free. Big group hug. Big group hug. I wish yeah. you the Nile. I wish you the Nile. <laughs> 
way. Yeah, it's they don't do that part, but basically what it is. Aww. Well, it's I mean, you get the same feeling, but a little bit differently. Um, what it is is uh, because you know they have the thing now of Jasmine is missing. Jamie's like, it's okay, dude. You don't have to wish for my freedom. Use your third wish to make me go with Sora and the others and find Jasmine for you. And so that's where he's still like, I wish for your freedom, Jeannie. Aw, we're so nice. Yeah. Yeah, so it's still it's still really sweet and stuff. <laughs> Instead of the whole wish for the Nile, no, that thing. He, he's like, so now that you're free, I, I don't think you can, I, I don't guess you'd want to go help Sora and the others out or anything, right? And he's like, sorry, Al, I'm done taking orders from others. And, like, <laughs> turns away for, a, like, a good beat to where if you don't know the story, you think maybe he's, it's long enough that you think maybe he's serious. But then he just turns right around and he's like, but a favor to a friend. Right. I guess I could give that a shot. <laughs> oh, if you're playing the game at this point, you've at least seen the first damn movie. Yeah, right. So he he does agree to go with Sora and the others. He becomes a summon now, which is kind of neat. Aw, little bro fist. Yeah, this is that's the a shot from his intro. Every time you summon him, it'll like switch over into this little cutscene of him like coming up and giving Sora a high five. Uh-huh. Uh, basically, what he'll do is um, all of he's got the same magic attacks that Donald and Sora have. So whenever he's around, he'll like use magic at, or use random spells at like enemies that you target onto. So can be good or bad, just sort of depending on which spell he ends up flat or shooting off. Mostly, I think it's like the basic fire, blizzard, thunder. I never used the summons very much in in the first game. Um, eh. I started using them more in Kingdom Hearts two, and. I got. I have some thoughts when we get to Stitch on Kingdom Hearts too, because he's the summon in that one, and I love him so much. But, um, but yeah. So that's that's basically the end of that world. One sec. The end of Aladdin and his stupid pants. <laughs> I will not be letting the pants go. I'm sorry. <laughs> you saw the picture. He should not theoretically be able to move in those pants. Yeah, I feel like they made him a lot bigger than... He's literally in a pillowcase with a little... It's not even that they're bigger, it's just the split in the pants is all the way at the very bottom. He is literally <laughs> in a potato sack with little feet holes at the bottom and should realistically be face-planting every time he takes more than the set. <laughs> I don't like okay. it. Uh, between... I'm not, I'm not giving you the keyblade just yet because between um, that final cutscene of Genie agreeing to go help and becoming a summon... We do have, um, it cuts away to show what's going on with the Coalition of Evil for a minute. Uh, Hades is dogging on Riku, saying that he should have stuck around to help Jafar out so that they wouldn't have, you know, lost one of their members, I guess. And <laughs> Riku, being a shitty teen, is just like, hey, I, or, hey, I stuck around long enough. I got Jasmine, didn't I? What the fuck, Riku? Yeah, yeah, so he's he's the one that POV shot that we saw. He's the one that kidnapped Jasmine. Uh... Maleficent says it's fine. Jafar was too far gone anyway. Um, Him and his movies. <laughs> well, it's she. She says the thing that like she said about Clayton that she warned Hades about. Like basically, her like half of her dialogue is "Don't steep yourself in darkness too long." <laughs> so basically, that's what she says: is that Jafar had given himself over to the darkness too much and ended up being swallowed up and losing. Eh. Don't be a Which, little bitch. <laughs> 
if you're gonna if you're gonna be in darkness, you gotta be strong, tough like she is, I guess. You gonna because act she like a little bitch. You gonna get treated like a little bitch. <laughs> um, but this That's is where she does she does reveal though that they've found Kyrie. She like waves her hand and like a little hologram of her laying down seemingly asleep like appears over the table that they're always gathered around. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, sh- so she tells she tells Riku, "Hey, we finally found your friend." I've prepared a vessel for you so that you can go to her. <laughs> instead of like showing the vessel or whatever his ship is going to be to like confirm it for you, freaking Captain Hook just walks out of the shadows and just goes <laughs> and just like holds his hook up menacingly and is like, "Just remember, this is no pleasure cruise." Boy, go sit down. You're scared of a goddamn crocodile. <laughs> it's so funny. He wants to be cool, but yeah, exactly. He's, not. <laughs> He's just not. But but yeah, so Riku, uh, like before going with with Hook and ending the cutscene, uh, asks Maleficent, you know, what's the catch? And she's like, "Silly boy, you're like a son to me. I only want you to be happy." And silly rabbit, keyblades are for kids. Sure. <laughs> like okay, yeah, you're right. I trust that. Uh huh. But so this is where it switches back over to uh, the like last minute and a half. It could have just given us this and then done that cutscene because I feel like it messes up the pacing of saying goodbye to Aladdin because now we switch back over to saying goodbye to Aladdin. And this is where uh, we get the Keyblade for this world. I scrolled away to, from it. There it is. Ooh, ooh I want to see the... Ooh. Yes, uh, this one is called Three Wishes. Oh, it has a little lamp at the end. Oh, I like this. I know. Like... I know. I really dig the design for this one. It's it's neat. Um, it's this pretty. One... I like this one. <laughs> uh, this one is called Three Wishes. It uh, gives you a plus six in strength, which is nice. I For some reason, it doesn't show what its magic modifier is, but whatever. Uh, the description for it, it just says a powerful weapon that is difficult to reflect. So, or deflect, not reflect. So, I guess, like... The descriptions on these, I think I mentioned, don't really quantify super well because in Kingdom Hearts 2, they started actually putting abilities on them. So, like, the one you get from Winnie the Pooh gives you Lucky Strike, which makes it more likely that you'll get rare items if you've got that Keyblade equipped. Yeah. I feel like they were trying to go for something similar with these, but, like, it didn't put, like, an ability on it that you can see. So, I guess this one is supposed to, like, break through their guard more or their defenses more or something. But it's never in a way that you can that you can really like point to and be like, oh, okay, there you go. See, when I'm thinking with these keyblades, though, because okay, I like uh, the show Deadliest Warrior. I know. But I'm looking at these weapons and I'm like, dude, if this was an actual weapon, like obviously you would have to somehow like stab or hook just right. But then like with the way that it's hooked and gagged at the end, you get to throw somebody and yank it out, and oh man, you're gonna do damage. Right. But. I still want that one keyblade out of the way as a keychain. Which one? The, the... Oh, Riku's, like, Batwing one, Soul Eater? Yes. Oh, that's not a keyblade. That's just a weird Batwing sword. Still want it. I, fair. <laughs> but no, the last uh, sword, like, like, look, it got the little jag towards the end of it, or towards the handle, and then up towards the end, it's that little hooky thingy, and I'm just like, damn, I could rip some guts out. Yeah, dude. Um, I, I don't like know it. the... I don't know the reason for this, but you know how I told you there are basically no NPCs outside of, like, the ones that you've seen in the playthrough videos by now of Traverse Town? Right. For some reason, after you beat Agrabah, these three NPCs will show up 
in a couple of spots. They are basically just reskins of existing NPCs. And okay, so the girl not- looks somewhat normal. The guy in the middle, well, his he he kind of scares me. He's got he's got them eyes. He's got the thousand yard stare, and it honestly yeah. scares me. The uh, the um, the guy in the middle and the girl are reskins of two of the NPCs that are in Traverse Town. The the one on the bottom is a reskin of Waka <laughs> from um, from Destiny Islands. Yeah, it's like I don't I don't know why because they're only here and they're only for these couple minutes. Like, un- or once you leave the world, if I remember right, they're gone. So you can't come back later and interact with them. It's just if you want to walk around and see them right now. I the middle guy just scares why. me. I don't want to interact with him. He scares me. <laughs> Fair, but like I don't, I don't know why they're here. It's so weird. I mean, now nah, you know what? I don't even have an I mean, I don't even have a tangent. I don't know. Well, good because hey, how do you feel about Vor? How do I feel about what? Vor. Oh God, Stephen, what are you about to do? <laughs> well, we take off from Traverse Town. Or not Traverse Town shit. We take off from Agrabah. Is this how we and... meet a monstro? Yeah. <laughs> Are we gonna get eaten by a whale? We get eaten by a whale. Oh, if you it. if you remember the map, I'll put it back in the chat real quick just in case. Um, yeah, go ahead and do the map. <laughs> if you remember from that world map, uh, basically you take off from Agrabah, and uh-huh. the monstro will appear between Agrabah and either of these two, sort of like semi at random. Yeah. God damn so it, yeah, man. you you're flying over toward Atlantica, and I'm not even kidding. It breaks like the usual gummy ship flight routine or whatever, and <laughs> instead it. does a short little uh, cutscene between Sora, Donald, and Goofy, and that just plays out in text boxes, kind of like when Sora and Donald got into a fight uh, before um, Tarzan. That's. <laughs> It's just them noticing that there's a giant honking whale swimming up to them. And I think Donald panicking and being like, oh my god, get out of the way. And Sora being like, it's too late, he's gonna eat us. <laughs> that's, oh, that's how we lead into Monstro. Although I will say, as far as Disney animation goes, though, given the time that Pinocchio came out, Monstro was pretty freaking serious. Dude, oh my right, god, right? Right here, just like this point of view... It- looks like a xenomorph that has like one of those oh the invisalign things <laughs> it does <laughs> okay but sora gets his shit rocked so hard that he has a flashback dream sequence to um what's weird is this one this cutscene is not voiced but it's not a final mix cutscene i'm pretty sure i remember it being in the original version of the game so they probably just didn't want to cast little kid actors just for that scene but but we ha- we we go to like this shaky kind of blurry flashback dream sequence to when Sora and Riku were little kids hanging out on the Destiny Islands and they're walking over to the secret place because Sora thinks that there's a monster in it they they go inside and there's no monster but you can kind of hear i guess like the echoes of that waterfall that's right next to it so like Kids like Sora have probably been thinking that it's a monster. And sorry, I'm and Sora's monster like he's supposed to be a normal. Elves do not look like that. Is that what he is? Okay. <laughs> I'm but sorry. so Sora, 
But so Sora's disappointed. He was expecting a monster. And he's like, oh, man, no monster. And already at this age, we can see Riku being like, what do you expect in a boring place like this? And then with no transition in his speech, he's just like, yeah. And then with no transition in his speech, he's just like, hey, Sora, when we grow up, let's get off this island. We'll go on real adventures, not this kid stuff. And Sora's like, okay, sure. But isn't there anything fun we can do now? (laughs) <laughs> and Riku's like, no, I guess not. Hey, you know that? Or, and then after they're walking out of the um, the secret place and ending the cutscene, he just goes, hey, you know that new girl at the mayor's house? Did you hear? And like that's where it ends. So it's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> but then Sora wakes up to uh, Pinocchio tossing stuff at the guys. Because <laughs> that's totally on a hope. Well, like, it's not that he's specifically tossing stuff at them. They are just he's not paying attention and they're down below the ledge that he happens to be standing on. He's like got himself leaned into a treasure chest and he's just tossing stuff out of it. Like, huh, what's in here anyway? And so it's, it's all just raining down on Sora in the game. <laughs> Goofy's holding his shield up, using it as an umbrella to like block all the stuff that's coming down on them. And uh, let me see. Is the, yeah, this is where we get the title cards. So I'll go ahead and pop that into the chat. And this is what this area generally looks like. This is Monstro's mouth. Um, he's gonna need a lot of Pepto-Bismol. I mean, right? He's got so much fucking wood that, that cannot he's feel good, right? But anyway, yeah. So they they follow um, Pinocchio back to uh, <laughs> Geppetto's little lifeboat there, and have like a little cutscene where they're getting to know uh, Pinocchio and Geppetto. Jiminy obviously introduces them because he's like. This is Pinocchio. This is the kid whose conscience I am. That kind of thing. <laughs> and basically, he's like, "Hey, what are you guys doing here anyway?" And like, that's where they explain like they were. I think they just. I think they kind of gloss over the events of the movie. <laughs> well, we were doing something else entirely, but then this fucking whale. Basically, like they don't explain like he had run off and I went out to to find him. They just kind of say we were out on our boat and monster came and swallowed us. <laughs> I guess they sort of decided they didn't want to get into the movie. Somebody had to be a fucking dick and not just leave people alone. Fucking whale. Right. Um, but uh, this is where Pinocchio re- reveals, like, Geppetto's worried about him because he keeps wandering off. And this is where Pinocchio reveals, like, why he's been wandering off. He's trying to find some way out of the whale. Which, you wander far enough, you're going to find a way out. I don't know if it's going to be the one you want, though. Um... But uh, this, uh, but this is where he reveals he has found a gummy block, just a big old honk of gummy block, and he's like, "With this, maybe we can get out of here." And it's, it's basically like since you know, because you know the spaceship that they're flying around in is made out of gummy blocks, so it's basically like, "I found a, a big hunk of metal. Maybe we can use it to get away somehow." <laughs> it's like you, you keep dreaming, kid. Never let anyone tell you you're an idiot. If that helps you sleep at night, sweetheart, go right ahead. <laughs> right, um, but. But then, so, throughout the rest of the cutscene, as everybody's talking, the camera kind of pans over, and we see, like, a shot of Riku running off uh, down what is... It's set up as just, like, the tunnel going into, like, the rest of the world, but this is basically just fucking Monstro's esophagus. Fucking snitch. And, uh, not to cause trouble or anything, but because he's a curious little boy, Pinocchio takes off after him. He's like, yo, what's that guy doing? God damn it, Pinocchio. (laughs) Yeah, and so this is where they notice that he's that he's gone. So Sora and the or Sora and the gang tell Geppetto to stay where he is. They'll go find Pinocchio, and this 
I'm gonna drop a picture of uh, basically the whole rest of Monstro is made up of chambers that are all just basically his innards, and they all more or less look like this. Which it actually reminds I got, me. Um, actually reminds me a lot of the of the uh, the Butter Dragon level of Okami. Huh. I like, don't know because in that one too, like you literally you jump down the throat of this giant sea beast, and you're like, this should not uh, exist okay. in any living creature. But that's almost exactly what it looks like. Yeah, right. But um, this is another one where I get lost a lot. But it's not be it's not in the same way that I got lost in Wonderland, where it's like you just had a hard time telling where stuff goes, and like they made one room six different rooms. Right. This this one it's more because the chambers, because they're the inside of a whale, all look kind of similar. So unless you're paying attention to which doors you're going through, you can get yourself turned around really easily and. I definitely did that. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. But, um, so, they catch up with Pinocchio. It doesn't take long. I think it's, like, as soon as you walk into the chamber... Yeah, you don't find any harvest yet. But, yeah, so they, they walk into the chamber, catch up with Pinocchio, and Sora's like, dude, what are you doing? We don't have time for games. And this is where Riku, like, steps out of, I guess, the shadows, because it, the camera, like, zooms out, and he's standing next to Pinocchio, but somehow Sora didn't notice him there. I don't fucking know. <laughs> He's like, but Sora, I thought you liked games, or are you too cool to play them now that you have the keyblade? <laughs> All right, kid, chill. Um, but uh, but this is where Sora's like, oh my god, Riku, what the fuck are you doing here? Hey, have you found Kyrie yet? What's going on with that? <laughs> and I'm not even kidding. Riku basically just says, maybe. The fuck? Yeah, he's like, have you found Kyrie? And he's like, I might have. Catch me, and maybe I'll tell you what I know. And it's like. Dude! Maybe you'll catch my hands here in a second. <laughs> right? But yeah, so obviously he takes... He, like, grabs Pinocchio and runs off into another chamber. And <laughs> this is where, obviously, since now you're going to be walking around, this is where you start finding Heartless. And I will post the first two that you see here. Uh, one is called Search Ghost, and the other one's called Barrel Spider. I'll let you figure out which is which. Hang on, switch back in. What? Oh my god, his eyes hang out. His eyes should not be doing that. I know. I, it's, I really like the design for the search ghost. He can be kind of annoying to fight sometimes, because what they'll do is, every now and then, they will, like, kind of go intangible, like, turn into a little puff of smoke, and, like, fly around to a different part of the area, so that, basically getting away from you. So so that you're like, hit, 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 oh, fine, come on, rah. His eyes should not be but I re- like that, and I really don't like the barrel with the spider legs. I, do, I, I, um, I don't like either of these. <laughs> yeah, I'm, not, I'm not a huge fan. The barrel spider basically acts just like the pot spider did, except... Yeah, and except, I didn't like that one either. Exactly, but these guys will sometimes just self-destruct, because fuck you. Oh, can them both. Yeah, right? I, I really like the design, though, of the Search Ghost. It is genuinely one of my favorites. Um, yeah, I just... Anything with, to do with eyeball, even though I know it's technically on a chain and it's not the vein stuff, I don't like eyes hanging out. Like, oh my god, dude. That's no. a hun- that is that is extremely fair. Um, oh, I already what? told you uh, that Halloween, that um, Nightmare Before Christmas is in this movie. When we get to that world, the search ghost is one of the main heartless that you fight there too, for obvious reasons. It fits yeah, but in see, that's real though. well. Like, I remember the vampires like popping their eyes out. That's different. Yeah, no, that's what I'm why, saying. It's like different. This is no, <laughs> but no, like the search ghost design just fits in really well with um, 
the overall aesthetic of Nightmare Before Christmas. So it's a, it was a really good choice there. And I mean, I guess kind of makes sense here, but whatevs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eh. Eh. Don't uh, like me. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but yeah, so you continue through the chambers, trying not to get lost like I always do. <laughs> and and the, the general rule is if you're going higher in number, you're probably going the right way. So if you're going along and you've, you realize, oh crap, I'm back in chamber number two, you've gone the wrong way. <laughs> but we, yeah, but we do get, this is where Maleficent pulls her, like, leaving at the last, or leaving right at, right in time again, because we get a cutscene of her and Riku talking, and she's like, why do you so care about that boy? He has all but deserted you for the Keyblade and his new companions, after all. <laughs> and Riku's like, I don't care about him, I was just messing with him a little. <laughs> she doesn't even she doesn't even really acknowledge the fact that that's some bullshit. She's just like, beware the darkness in your heart. The heartless prey upon it. Right. <laughs> and, then, and see, again, this is where Sora and the others run in, and she's just like, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> like, alright. <laughs> she keeps doing this. Like, yep, you do you. <laughs> bye. I know, I love it so much. She's like, I'm gonna hang around with my friends and Try to share them some of my wisdom, but then like a fight happens, and I'm just I'm gonna leave. I'm not here for that. Right. <laughs> but um, I'm here for a good time, and honestly, I'm feeling attacked right now, so I'm just gonna. Right. <laughs> but so eventually, Sora and the others catch back up to Riku, and he's like, "Or Sora asks Riku, don't you realize what you're doing?" And fucking shit, man. Uh, and Riku's like, "I was about to ask you the same thing, Sora." You only seem to be interested in running around and showing off that Keyblade these days. Do you even want to save Kyrie? And it's like, what do you mean showing off the Keyblade? It's the wep the the weapon that I have to fight the Heartless. I have to use it to like not die. What do you mean? Beat him it over off? the head with it. <laughs> this thing is a giant hunk of metal. Yeah, just smack him. Be like, no. But um, but uh, before Sora can really like argue back against what he's saying, we hear Pinocchio screaming from off screen. So the two of them like go to see what's up, and uh, lo and behold, he's gotten himself eaten by the world's boss. Wait, that, wait, that, that's the boss? Yeah, it's called, I, this is another one that in terms of design and environment, I really dig. It's called Parasite Cage. It looks and so cuddly. I know, right? You might need to zoom in, but like, it that stomach section of it is literally a cage, and he's got like, no, I think he's Pinocchio got just hanging out in there. Yeah, yeah, he's got Pinocchio in him. It's really funny. But like, is this that part his main head, or is a little head on top his head? It's the little head on top. He <laughs> looks sure like a Pokemon. He kind of does. Yeah, I can see this being like a ghost Pokemon or something, right? Right. Especially this uh, this coloration is. Remember, how I told you like most of the heartless get. Uh, and he's supposed to be a, a boss. Yeah. But um, remember how I told you most of the heartless get like uh, get a makeover in the final mix so that they have different colorations. This was its color pattern for the final mix version of the game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, we'll this, go with that. Well, it's this ends up being a two stage boss fight, so I was lucky enough that I found a picture for both sections of it with both colorations. So you're gonna get to see both versions of what this looks like. Anyway, what's kind of cool about- You could make a plush animal out of this goddamn thing. I know, it'd be so cuddly. I would totally hug it. 
<laughs> what's what's kind of cool about this fight though is Riku like he doesn't straight up join the team. You don't have like little like party Riku switching screen. Go away. <laughs> like you don't get the little party switching switching screen like you did when Aladdin and Tarzan joined the team. <laughs> but he will like kind of help in that he's there also sort of fighting it. He won't heal you if you get in trouble, but he will heal himself every now and then. Oh, fuck you. I know. I It's the only time this happens in the game, and I really dig it because I, that alone just makes this a really cool and unique boss fight. But predictably, of course, you win. Eh. Um, the Parasite Cage, the reason this ends up being a two-stage boss fight is after you beat him the first time, instead of like vanishing, he just spits Pinocchio out and leaves through a hole in the ground, basically just going off to a different section of Monstro. So he runs off like a little bitch. A little bit? He's like, I he's like, I ain't got time for this. I'm just trying to hang out. Huh. This this is the one where it's I came to have a good time and honestly I'm feeling really attacked by it now. I'm like, no, I wanna beat the shit out of something. That little shit needs to get his ass back here. <laughs> but yeah, so um Pikachu it I runs off you to get your ass beat. It runs off to uh, to a different section of Monstro. Um, Riku is like you, it doesn't do another cutscene of him like leaving. So once everything is over, obviously they didn't keep him just hanging out right there. So you jump down the hole that um, that the parasite cage uh, jumped through, and it takes you back over to Monstro's mouth, where the water levels, uh, the water in it will kind of like drain out, and this is where you finally get high jump. And so that now you can actually reach places that are a little bit further away and a little bit higher up, which is really good. Oh. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, so they you kind of regroup with Geppetto. He's like, yo, what the fuck's going on? And, <laughs> Same Geppetto. I mean, fair. Same. They, they, they ran off and came back without his little boy. Like, Pinocchio's not with them right now. Yeah, he was kind of stepped into like a giant jack-o'-lantern Pokemon. So about that. Well, what it is, Riku, like, shows up and... No, that's what it is. I'm sorry. Geppetto's not asking me what's going on. I forgot. When they get back, Riku is standing up on another ledge. And she's just, like, screaming up at him, pleading, Please, give me back my son. He's my little boy. What the fuck, Riku? (laughs) Like, Pinocchio is apparently knocked out. And Riku's just, like, holding him under his arm like you would if you were, like, carrying a... A puppet? Like a sack or something. Uh, well, yeah, like like if you were carrying a puppet. <laughs> like pretty much ignoring Geppetto's pleas and kind of just un- or kind of just monologuing to himself. What you're saying is Riku is like a dick for most of this game. He is, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but Riku goes, he is unusual. Not many puppets have hearts. I'm not sure, but maybe he can help someone who's lost theirs. And Sora's like, hold up. <laughs> Do you Wait, mean what? Kyrie? You... <laughs> Bitch, say what? Yeah, he's like, hang on. Do you do you mean Kyrie? Did something happen to Kyrie? <laughs> and I'm not even kidding. Instead of going into detail, Riku's just like, eh, what do you care about her?" And leaves. Bitch, get back here! Right? Like, no. Wait, what do you mean, motherfucker? But but yeah. So now we can go up to. Basically, uh, the door, the hole, whatever, into all the chambers that we've been going through has, like, another pla- another one on top of it that we couldn't reach before, but now we have high jump, so we can. Uh, you go in there, and you will eventually... Oh, no, actually, 
I'm getting out of myself. We get um, a, an item called Water Blame. Well, I'll, I'll just go ahead and fucking tell you right now. Um, the next time you go back to Traverse Town, you can talk to uh, the Fairy Godmother and have it turned into the Summon for Dumbo. Oh. Yeah, I, I kind of dig what Dumbo does as a summon. Basically, he will he'll flap his ears and like fly a couple feet off the ground. And you can just fly around with him just blasting water at people. See, one, that's awesome, and dude, Dumbo makes me cry, so, oh. <laughs> you tell me you listen to Baby Mine and you don't tear up. I don't listen to Baby Mine, so I can say that I don't tear up at it. Wait, what? I don't listen to that song because I don't want to cry, so haha. So you admit that if you listen to it, you would cry. <laughs> yeah, probably. Let's move on from Dumbo, I'm gonna cry again. <laughs> Okay, no, this is... Okay, Riku is still here. I but Seriously, I want to ride along on an elephant and shoot water at people. That would be freaking awesome. Right? Uh, I forgot that we do actually see him one more time. Um, since, like I said, Parasite Cage, we fight it again. Here is the uh, second part of that fight. Basically, you're fighting it in Monstro's oh, stomach. Oh, the Pokemon evolved. Ha! That's, it's, that's the original color scheme for it. Uh, you're fighting it in Monstro's stomach, so fight-wise, it's mostly the same. Except now, like half the, except now you're playing the floor is lava. Basically. I think the second one looks even more. I think the second one looks creepier than the first one. Yeah, right. The first one looks like a Pokemon. This one actually look, looks like a freaking creepy boss. Yeah, right. <laughs> but Ow. nice. Thank you. Oh God, it tastes <laughs> like fish. <laughs> oh God, it makes it bad. I'm sorry. Um, it- moving on. <laughs> Anyway, uh, this is where Riku, like, finally leaves leaves. Um, he says that Pinocchio has lost his heart to the Heartless, and maybe uh, maybe that knowledge can help save Kairi. And Sora's like, uh, and he tells Sora, hey, you should join me, and we can both work to save Kairi together. And Sora's still like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, same, but- Sora. <laughs> But he also tells Riku in relation to um, Pinocchio, he says, heart or no heart, at least he still has a conscience. And it's it's so Ooh. good because as well as he says this, Jiminy jumps down from his hoodie and runs over to where Pinocchio is just kind of slumped against a wall. Yeah. Because, <laughs> well, it's, I just, I love the framing of it because, because Jiminy is his conscience. And it's so, it's, <laughs> I love, I love this next part so much because like, Pinocchio is like kind of waking up as Jiminy runs up to him and he's like, Jiminy, I'm not gonna make it. And then his nose grows and he's like, oh, I guess I'm okay. (laughs) (laughs) He was just sitting there being a little drama queen. You know, Steven, sometimes I really wonder what the fuck kind of fever dream you're driving me on along. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) I never said thank you. I know you didn't, but you're welcome all the same. But, uh, but yeah, so Parasite Cage shows back up, we beat it up again. Um, this is where we finally get Stop, which is the last spell that we needed. Uh, Stop, Stop, Stopra, and Stop G will stop, obviously will freeze enemies in place for, like, increasing amounts of time, so Stop will do it for, like, a few seconds, Stopra, a few more seconds, Stop G a few more, more. So, like, so, like, so does it freeze them, and then, like, if they didn't attack, it freezes that attack, or... It just freezes the physical enemy, and if it did something, it still takes effect. 
Uh, if I remember right, I don't think it, like, freezes their attack in mid-air, but I think it, like, cancels it out. So, like, if an enemy had shot a fireball, I think when you hit stop on them, it'll just sort of fizzle out. Oh, uh, okay. If I, rem- if I remember right, anyway. But, so basically, what you what you do is, whenever an inter- whenever they're stopped, you can hit them however many times you want. You won't see their health bar go down at all, though. And then once stop wears off, they'll just take all that damage at once, which okay. is kind of neat. Yeah. Gotcha, okay. But yeah, so that's the last spell that we needed, so that's kind of cool. <laughs> we get uh, another scene of Riku talking to Maleficent. Maleficent says that, uh, you know, he is he's asking, is Kairi going to be okay? And Maleficent's like, well, kid, her heart was most likely eaten by, or taken by the heartless. <laughs> so that's reassuring, I guess. Well, shit. Yeah, she goes on to explain there are seven maidens of, or no, he asks, is there anything I can do? She says, there are seven maidens of the purest heart. We call them the princesses of heart. Gather them together, and a door will open to the heart of all worlds. Within lies untold wisdom. There, you will surely find a way to recover Kyrie's heart. <laughs> so it's not even you'll find her heart there. If you help me out with this thing, maybe you'll figure out a way you can save her. <laughs> and Riku's like, cool, I'll go along with this. You know what? Let's roll with it. Yeah. But um, she gives Riku a, a special gift, as she calls it. She says it is the power to control the heartless. Not super sure what that means, but it does kind of show him with like a green haze starting to sort of billow around him as the cutscene fades away. So I guess now he can like kind of command them or whatever like uh, Maleficent and her guys have been doing. Eh. Eh. We'll go with that. <laughs> yeah. All of this activity has messed with Monstro so much that... We don't get a proper ending cutscene for the world. What happens is it goes back outside and just shows Monstro sneezing. <laughs> and then you're just back in the gummy ship. And so, obviously, this is where, you know, you need to keep going or whatever. Uh, Sora tells Donald, hey, I think my magic is just as good as yours is. And Goofy's <laughs> like, you know, in that case, you should go talk to Merlin. See if maybe he can help train you or whatever. <laughs> For poor monster, if you've got nausea, right. heartburn, indigestion, <laughs> upset stomach, diarrhea. I know. <laughs> um. Kingdom Bismol. <laughs> okay, I'm good. I'm okay. Uh, there's I'm also another. Okay. Eh, there's also another tournament available at Olympus Coliseum. So the Let's Player here did take a little detour over to Traverse Town and Olympus Coliseum to finish up, finish up a couple things. This is where, you know, you give Water Gleam to um, Fairy Godmother. Forgot her name for a minute. Uh, this is where you give Water Gleam to Fairy Godmother, and she gives you the... Um, I'll say she doesn't have a name. She's just Fairy Godmother. Well, fine. Shut up. <coughs> Jessica to her friends. Did you just say Jessica to her friends? Yes. I've decided that's her name. Really, Steven? <laughs> no. Um, he is not a Jessica. I don't know. She's Maybe a Blanche. She's We're going to go Golden Girl. She's a Blanche. If nothing else. Okay, there we go. Blanche. We go back and we talk to Blanche and okay. give her water gleam. She turns it into the summon for Dumbo. So we've got that going. I already told you how that works. Yeah. Um, this is the only useful thing that Merlin does in the game. Like... Like I said, he's got that extra area that you can go to to, like, practice your magic if you want. But, like, you don't gain experience from it. You just 
get better at like figuring out how to use the different spells. Really, I think I tried it like once and was like, oh, okay, that's what this is. Never mind. <laughs> now that you have now that you have all of the spells, he gives you a keyblade called Spellbinder. Ooh. Yeah. Hang on, um, hang on, hang on. Give me a second. Take this in. <laughs> no, seriously, I want to look at it. Okay, it looks cool, except the only thing is the hand guard. It kind of looks like eyes are staring at me, and it kind of creeps me out. <laughs> well, there is that. I mean, you see it too, right? Yeah, I do like how the little like charm on it is a little spell book. That's kind of neat. It's uh, soulless eyes that are staring at me, and okay, okay I'm not gonna sleep tonight. Also that. <laughs> Um, it does have strength plus four and MP plus two, which the strength plus four is a little low compared to everything else that we have right now, but its magic is a lot better than everything else that we have right now. It so if you're effect. going through... <laughs> what? No, seriously. Okay, so look, if you're looking at the picture of like, <gasps> me, look, rotate it, where it meets the actual like, rest of the blade, it looks like it has a mustache. You got the freaky looking blank eyes, and it looks like it has a mustache. Oh my god. See? I never noticed that. That's incredible. It's got a freaking must- Okay, this thing is scaring me. Can we move on? <laughs> yeah, hang on. Um, so basically, if you're if you're focusing on magic, this one's going to be um, a keyblade that you'll get a lot of use of, or out of, for a, for a good while. Uh, the description on it raises max MP by 2 and significantly enhances magic and summon power. So basically, you can use more spells, and they're also a little bit stronger, which is uh, just to go ahead and clear that off for you, um, there's another keyblade that we can that we get here. Um, somehow, Pinocchio and Geppetto got sneezed all the way to Traverse Town, <laughs> and they have set themselves up in a little shop off to the side. Uh, basically, if you come, or basically Geppetto's decided that he's gonna like start figuring out how gummy ships work, I guess. Because he'll give you blueprints for them every now and then when you come back for like different models of gummy ship. And in a chest in no, not in a chest, if I remember right, I think Pinocchio gives it to you. It's one of the two, it doesn't matter. Uh you get this keyblade. Are you looking at it? Yeah, and sorry I had to switch back to a different screen. That's kinda that's like something that should be in the uh, the Great Mouse Detective. Huh. Kinda yeah. Looks it, cause it's not like a whole clockwork in the gear thing. That looks cool. I like that one. Yeah. But um this one has a. This one's called Wishing Star, obviously. Um, it has a strength of plus five and an MP modifier of plus zero, so it's not going to add anything to your magic, but it does give a. For where you are in the game, does give a fairly decent boost in strength. So, this one, kind of like the Spellbinder, if you're focusing on a pure strength run, you'll probably get a fair amount of use out of this one for a little while. Um, uh -huh. the description on it has short reach, but always finishes up a combo attack with a powerful critical blow. So, basically, as long as you, or when you've got it equipped, your combo finishers will be uh, stronger, or a little stronger compared to, like, other Keyblades, which is neat. Um, I'm trying to think, was there anything else now that are in Traverse Town? Oh, yes, there was one other thing. I am gonna go ahead and just say fuck it and give you this one, because, um... Now, uh, now that we've finished Monstro, we can also use the Green Trinities, which... You're gonna hate me, but I'm sending you something, by the way. <laughs> oh, no? But uh, the Green Trinities are, um, I think it's called, like, Trinity Climb? Basically, they all, like, stack themselves up on top of each other to reach something high up. Uh, you can finally do that in the accessory shop to open up, or to drop down a ladder up into the upper floor of it. 
And this is where this is where you start getting item synthesis coming into the game. The Moogles have gotten themselves set up a little shop up in there. And since I don't know when uh, the Let's Player I'm watching is going to get the Ultima Weapon, if he's planning on doing that at any point during this playthrough, I'm going to just go ahead and give it to you now, because the Ultima Weapon, you have to have the Moogles synthesize for you. I sent you something on Facebook Messenger, by the way, and ooh. <laughs> Dude, if you stab somebody with that, that would do so much damage. <laughs> well, I've got cover art for um, for the episode. Wait, what? <laughs> I've got cover art for the episode. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so again, like I said, I don't know when uh, the Let's Player that I'm following is going to um, is gonna actually get the Ultima Weapon during this playthrough, or if he even will. Uh, so I'm going to just go ahead and show it to you now. This is the Ultima Weapon, uh, so okay. named for the fact if you know from... Final Fantasy, their strongest weapon in every game is always called the Ultima Weapon. This is the strongest Keyblade, obviously. It does a plus... Do what? Oh, did you say you were going to send another picture? Or is it the one that you already sent? Oh, it's the one that I just sent. I, li- uh, I, know, I like that one. It's does. pretty. And that one would... Yeah, right? Dude, if you stabbed somebody with that and pulled it out, you would do so this much fucking damage. Up, yeah, right? Um, uh, this one does a plus 12 to strength. In the base game, in Final Mix, it does a plus 14 to strength. So, I don't know why, but I'm not going to argue. And MP plus 2. So, again, like the Spellbinder, it'll add a couple more uh, to your magic. And uh, here we go. The description on this one. The Ultimate Keyblade raises max MP by 2 and possesses maximum power and attributes. Like, okay, I guess so. Sure. One second, let me look, and... Oh, I thought you were sending a picture. Oh, no, no, no. I was just reading the description for it. Oh, okay. Carry on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so before we continue with the story, there was also a new tournament in Olympus Coliseum. It is the Pegasus Cup. Uh, basically, this you one's just the... Stop that. You're going to say that every <laughs> time, aren't you? No, just the one time I got it out of my system. I'm good. Uh-huh. This one does give us a new... Oh, wait, no. I forgot. Before... Before we leave Traverse Town, we find this little asshole, uh, who oh. will sometimes be hanging out. Uh, this one, if you remember the monkey ones from the Tarzan world, how there was a girl one called Bouncy Wild who had the little slingshot. This one's basically like an upgraded version of her that they put in Final Mix. I and someone gave like her, her a baton. Oh, no, that's a slingshot. It's just a weird angle. Oh, fuck. That makes it yeah, so no. much better. This one, she's called Sniper Wild. Uh, what she'll do is whenever she spawns in an area, she'll just roam, roam around it. Uh, if she see if she sees you, she will freak out and summon a bunch of other copies of herself, and oh, they will all start locking onto you with their um, with their slingshots. And I don't remember if this is the literal truth or if it's just going to be really fucking hard, but if I remember right, I think it is literally true that you cannot, like avoid death at this point if they've seen you and they're all locking onto you. So your best bet is just to fucking leave and come back into the area so that either A, if she's still still there, she'll have kind of reset and gone back to idle mode, or B, she's gone now. Mm. I don't think I ever actually I don't think I've actually managed to beat Sniper Wild because you have to like manage to sneak up on them and one, I'm not great at that. And two, like her she's she moves around a lot, so her field of vision is, like, constantly moving. 
So, yeah, I kind of just didn't try. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, so now now we go to do the, the Pegasus Cup, now that I remembered to do that. Um, we get one new Heartless in this one. It is called the Black Mushroom. There we go. These guys, I also don't like. They will... They're, the they're not super... Though. Yeah, they're not super tough. Uh, they will spray poison gas, though. So, like, you've got to be real careful about getting too close, or else you'll get yourself fucking poisoned. I mean, and, I Yeah, well, and... They'll basically turn themselves to steel every now and then and be just straight up invincible until they change back. Oh, well, fuck that. Yeah, so fighting them a lot of the time ends up just coming down to you just kind of sitting there checking your watch until they go back to regular so you can beat them up. They're annoying and I don't like them. (laughs) Right? Uh, But anyway, from this tournament, um, the the final fight in it is Leon and Yuffie fighting together, which is kind of neat. Yuffie... You can block her shuriken and knock them back at her to like stun her for a few seconds and then go uh, go and hit her. Leon will shoot fireballs at you every now and then, and then once he gets low enough on health, will like get this giant glow around his gun blade and he'll just start like slamming it at you. Uh, but oh, oh, overall they're not too bad. <laughs> but the the prizes on this one, the team prize is an ability called Strike Raid, which is really good. Basically what it does is it'll let you just fucking hurl your keyblade at an, at an enemy and then it'll like spin back to you and if you time it right you can do that a few times and just keep launching your keyblade at people. Uh, what did you get from the other two? Oh yeah, the solo prize is Ori Chalcum, which is a fairly rare synthesis material. The time prize is Dark Matter, which is another rare-ish synthesis material. So not nothing huge on both of those, but you got Strike Raid if you just for beating the tournament regular style, and I really do like Strike Raid. So there you go. Um, so now we are heading off to Little Mermaid. This world is called Atlantica. Which... Oh, we're finally getting to Atlantica. Do we get to see the creepy shark? I uh, don't know if we'll make it to the shark in this episode because I don't know how much time we have left. We got twenty four. We have twenty four minutes left. I just we said. can maybe make it. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, before we do anything, though, in the introductory cutscene, um, we get a short little gummy ship conversation of Sora, Dumbledore, and Goofy. I miss these from later games. They're only in, King of, in like, Kingdom Hearts 1. Uh, basically, the, Sora's like, wait, we're gonna land there? It looks like it's entirely water. We're gonna fucking drown, dude. And Donald's like, did you forget that I have magic? <laughs> and they, did. they zap into the what world. What the ever-loving thought? Yeah, we zap into the world in bodies that are tailor-made to fit in here. I don't know why Goofy's a turtle, because those still need to breathe. (laughs) The only thing that looks remotely okay is Goofy. What the fuck is up with Sora suddenly having nipples? I know. I always forget about that. And it's just, there they fucking are. I don't know that I can do this even. Atlantica is probably my least favorite world in the game because... I can see why. Okay, well, that aside, that too, but also moving just becomes so difficult. Like, you have Neverland later on in the game, and you obviously eventually get to fly while you're in Neverland. It's basically the same Mm -hmm. control setup, but somehow it feels so much easier to control yourself and move around in Neverland than in, um, in Atlantica. And what I really hate, I don't think they did this in Neverland, but Atlantica, since you're swimming, 
the game considers that like neither your attacks as not being ground combos or aerial combos. So like all abilities that you have that Is like Is supposed to be a dolphin or a shark? Yes. I'm gonna say probably shark. He's got a butt fin. I know. It's got a dorsal fin and it's like right where his ass would be. Um but yeah, so all of like your abilities that you have that like increase the number of hits on the ground or aerial combo or increase the strength of your air aerial and ground combos, those don't mean shit now because nothing you do counts as a, a ground or air combo while you're in Atlantica. And I hate it. I don't like Atlantica. <laughs> but anyway, we don't get the title card just yet. Basically, right after they like zap into the world, Ariel, um, Flounder, and Sebastian all swim up. They're freaking out. Uh, <laughs> Sebastian gets scared, and, and Ariel's like, don't worry, they don't look like one of them. And it's like, thanks for playing the pronoun game, I guess. But obviously, I assume she means the Heartless. There are so many new Heartless in this world, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> Sora, his, his dumbass trying to play it off. He's, because she notices they're not very good at swimming. So she's like, are you guys alright? What the fuck's going on with you? He's like, we're from kind of far away. And we're not really used to these waters. <laughs> See, Nero agrees with me. <laughs> well, okay, so getting back at it, uh, we get we get like a short swimming tutorial because I guess Ariel decided she's just gonna take these three weirdos at their word. Donald is like in the cutscene. Donald is just swimming upside down. Is how bad he is at this. And it's like, you're a duck. You should at least have some experience. <laughs> anyway, uh, whatever. Um, they So they give you a swimming tutorial, which Let's doesn't help. <laughs> because I can still barely control myself in this world. Um, a few Heartless show up. The kind of basic Heartless taking the place of shadows in this world are called Sea Neons. Which is annoying to try to say. They are these dudes. They basically look like big, fucked up jellyfish. Uh... One second, but, one second, going back now. Ah. <laughs> yeah, they're eh. No, um, no, just okay. What? Mm? Oh. <laughs> they're kind of cute. Um, but yeah, uh, tiny, so basically. Like shiny things. That's fair. Actually, yeah, I guess the final mix version of Heartless are just the shiny versions. <laughs> right? <laughs> but, um. <laughs> oh, okay. But, um. The cutscene ends, basically, they're like, we should go see my dad, um, just follow the... For some reason, there are big fucking tridents, like, painted on the walls here, and I'm betting it's because the the developers were like, yo, this world sucks, we better give these guys some kind of clue of how to get around. Um, there are these really big tridents, like, painted on some of on the walls in, like, most rooms, that will point at, like, the next door you gotta go through to get to eventually get to King Triton's palace. <laughs> so if you're ever lost, you can use those to orient yourself. Um, and this is where you get the title card for the world, though, so there is that. That, honestly, that looks like whenever they have you do, like, a presentation in middle school or high school, and we got to use Microsoft Word. Or, <laughs> yeah, the Word art. <laughs> it does! It looks like freaking Word art. Oh my god! You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Like, um, you got to, like, the little wavy thing, and you got to, like, first learn how to use PowerPoint, so you had the words, like, fade on the screen. That's what that looks like. I know. Um, oh my goodness. 
Uh, what is kind of neat is instead of treasure chests in this world, everything is clams. So there will be these really big clams that will just be sitting in certain places that you have to whack up or run up and like hit, and they'll pop open, and that's how you get whatever was in them. I so mean, that part. I mean, that's how it is in Okami in some of the water worlds. So I get that. See. Yeah, no, I, I, I do. As much as I hate this world, I do sort of dig that. That part's kind of neat. It also really um, satisfying to just smack something and have it open. Right? Also that. Uh, Yay, um, catharsis! <laughs> the Let's Player I'm watching Bond of Games on his way to King Triton's Palace ran into uh, this guy who will show up in a few places. Uh, this one's called a Pink Agricus? A-G-R-I-C-U-S. <laughs> Um, basically what you gotta do on... That makes me want to slap him. Do Well, yeah, there's that. Uh, basically what you gotta do on this guy is, um, cast stop on him, and then while he's frozen, get in as many hits as you can. And if you get enough hits, um, it'll give you, like, I forgot, I forgot the name of it, but it, it gives you, like, a rare synthesis material, so if you're trying to go for completion, you gotta track some of these guys down and figure out how to get enough hits on them, which sucks. Basically, you gotta wait till you have, like, stop Ga, so they'll stay stopped uh, for the longest possible period of time. Cast Aroga on yourself, because if you stand right next to someone, the whole swirling wind from it will constantly be hitting them for, like, not a lot of damage, but it is at least doing hits. So, so walk up with that and also be hitting it to get, like, do all of those together, and you'll get, like, a pretty decent amount of hits. But anyway, not the point. You go and see Triton. Here's his palace. Well, his throne room, rather. Um, I like the throne. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, crap. I I missed one. Before we before we get to Triton, there is also this dude, the Screwdiver. Okay, that's totally a Pokemon. Dude. Actually, these this one I think is starting to get more into Digimon territory. Uh, what is sort of annoying about these guys is they are immune to thunder um, attacks. I mean, you can still hit them with, like, every other spell, and... Um, and also just hit them with your keyblade, but like, but yeah, they are—they're immune to thunder. There's another type of uh, heartless in this world that I'm pretty sure it's also immune to thunder. Uh, but yeah, so this is where we meet King Triton. Um, what's kind of what's kind of neat is for his intro, they're swimming into uh, like basically through the hallway that leads up to his throne room, and he just fucking zaps like the group of like four or five heartless that was swimming right behind them. And uh, where was it? Yeah, there it is. He, like, right after zapping them and showing off how strong he is, he just take out, like, five heartless all at once. He goes, as long as I have my trident, I will not tolerate those creatures inside this palace. And so you know how Sora's not good at it, but was at least kind of trying to play off, like, oh, yeah, we're underwater creatures. We're just not from around here. Uh, Goofy didn't get that memo. Because he, he clocks right away that... Something is up with these guys. And, I mean, to be fair, you've got uh, Ariel, you've got Sora, who nipples aside, looks like a mermaid. You've got Donald, yeah. you've got the octopus butt, and Goofy's just this turtle with this dog head sticking out the front. That that I don't know why I don't know why he's a turtle because see, one sea turtle turtles things just doesn't belong here. <laughs> well, like sea turtles do still have to come up for air every now and then, so it's like oh yeah, they do. That's what? how I wound up kicking one by accident. Yeah, so it's like make him a crab. <laughs> See? <laughs> Give him gills, Donald. <laughs> I think Donald was secretly hoping that Goofy would die while they were here. Right. Um. Uh, just for a time check, we've got about twelve and a half minutes. Okay, we're doing okay. 
<laughs> but yeah, he clocks right away that they don't seem like they're from here. Uh, Goofy just go or er, Sora tries to do the whole yeah we're we're from like an ocean that's kind of far away. Goofy just goes yeah we're looking for the keyhole. I'm sure you are. Goof, goof, stop it. <laughs> And this this sets it, uh, Triton's ass off. Like he basically immediately tells him he doesn't want them around. Um, Ariel swims off because he's being mean or whatever. Um, basically, yeah, tells tells Sora and his friends they needs to get to getting. Basically, um, after they leave, there's a short conversation between him and Sebastian, where Sebastian has apparently been pulling some like solid snake shit and going and spying on Ursula because he he confirms to Triton that yeah the heartless are coming from Ursula's grotto surprising nobody <laughs> um uh-huh. yeah switching uh switching back to regular gameplay though there is a dolphin swimming around that you actually have to grab on that's supposed to be point. a dolphin it's not a good angle he looks better in actual gameplay it looks like he hit his head on a boat and his mouth kept going he hit the butt he no he he didn't just hit the butt no remember from finding nemo what he hit the butt and the mouth kept going okay 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 yeah like he i don't know what's up with this picture this is the one that's on or that's god damn it on the wit this is the picture they have uh, for him on the wiki and like the main one you'll find if you try to google him he looks better than this like in the actual game i don't know what happened for this picture right here Maybe it's just because he's moving or whatever, so you you don't like get to just stare at him quite as much. But yeah, um, but anyway, this the dolphin becomes kind of a mechanic for the world because um, there's like this one main tunnel that just has water like gushing out of it, so you can't swim against that current unless you're holding <laughs> onto the dolphin. Gosh. The dolphin is strong enough to swim against the current. You hush. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we track Ariel down to her little grotto. Um, Ariel is basically since they don't since they're not doing anything with Eric in this movie. Instead of it being that she's in love with a human, she just generally wants to see other worlds. And Sora's like, "Yeah, I used to feel the same way." And she's like, "Used to?" He's like, uh, "I mean, I still do." <laughs> Good save, kid. Um, there is conveniently a, a little emblem thingy on the wall in her grotto that just so happens to look exactly like the head of uh, the uh, King Triton's trident. Um, as they as they all leave, uh, the camera pans out to, to reveal that throughout this entire cutscene, Floatsome and Jetsum have just been hanging out up top, just watching them. <laughs> and so we get, like, a quick shot of Ursula, like, scheming. Clearly she's got something going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is where we get... A new kind of heartless. This one is called a sheltering zone. The sea neons that I showed you before. This one's basically just a bigger one of those. See, on the one hand, I want to hug it, but on the other hand, I just want to like pop its head because it looks like right. Wrap. Oh my god, it looks like bubble wrap. <laughs> uh, basically, what this one is is, like I said, it's a big version of the sea neons. So if you're fighting it and the final shot to it isn't a critical hit or a magic attack it will, like, just split into, like, four C neons, and now you gotta fight those. It's like a jelly bubble wrap. I don't want to poke it. (laughs) So it's kind of a neat mechanic, but it honestly gets more annoying than anything else. 
So it's like uh, a version of the Hydra from Hercules, kind of? Kind of, yeah. Anyway, we go, okay. we find the sunken ship, which is just the straight up ported. Yeah, this area looks really neat. Um, Ooh, <laughs> is fucking... it where we get to see the shark? Did we get to see the shark? Yes. What's, what's fucking hilarious, it doesn't spawn in immediately, so you can swim all around the ship and not have to worry about it. If it's not until you go inside the ship and then swim to like the back of it, you can watch. You can actually see it like there one second, or not there one second, and then there the next second. They didn't have it like swim up from off screen or anything. You can just see it like pop I mean, in. That's kind of how it appears in the movie too. <laughs> Fair, but then it'll like burst through the window and like scare the crap out of them. So you go outside to I fight love it. it. Yeah, there is. There I'm he is. I'm looking forward to. Let's say I'm looking forward to like catching up with this scene on the last play just to see the shark pop in. Yeah, no, it's really cool. Um, so basically now every time you come back to this area, you're gonna have to fight the shark again, kind of like how you fought Sabor like five times. So wait, every time you come back, you have to fight the damn shark? Yeah. Okay, he's... see that that can get annoying. Yeah, he's at the level that you're probably at by the time you get here the first time. He's kind of tough, but. Honestly, once you've leveled up a little bit more, he's really not much. He's more of an annoyance than anything else. Well, god damn it, not this shark again. Yeah. Um, damn it, Bruce. But um, after the after the shark fight, they find a crystal that is the same shape as that little indention on the wall in Ariel's Grotto. So you go back to Ariel's Grotto, you put the thing in the thing, and you don't even get time to see what it does because immediately, immediately, Triton shows up and just fucking blasts it with his trident and just destroys this thing. Ariel leaves in a huff. Uh, she can't. I wanted to say she runs off, but she can't run because <laughs> she doesn't have feet. She swims off. She, we'll say she flounces. She flounces off. There we go. <laughs> Ariel swims off mad, which fair, I guess. Uh, this is where Triton reveals that he knows Sora, Donald, and Goofy are from a different world. He, in honestly kind of a really good line, he straight up tells them, you may have Ariel fooled, but you don't fool me. You don't know your dorsal fin from your tail. And it's like, well, shit, dude. I mean, considering Sora has a butt fin for a dorsal fin, that could be accurate. Well, so that... <laughs> But yeah, so basically he starts scolding Sora and the others. He says, as the key bearer, you must already know, which they are supposed to already know this, one must not meddle in the affairs of other worlds, which, again, is supposed to be the point. That's why they're like. That's why they supposed to blend in, is, yeah, they're not supposed to be interfering. Which, if you remember, Sora threw that shit out the window back in Wonderland. It reminds me of a t-shirt that I have that says, meddle not in the affairs of dragons, for you are crushy and taste good with ketchup. Yeah, but I guess this time it's more metal not with the locals because they don't know that you're from space. That one's not as catchy. Because they will turn you into tartar sauce. There we go. <laughs> um, he goes on to say, though, uh, the key bearer shatters peace and brings ruin. Uh, he <laughs> And Sora's like, wait, what? No, what? Hey, hang on. <laughs> he, but yeah, he just he ends the conversation by saying, "I thank you for saving my daughter, but there is no room in this ocean for you or your key." Basically, he wants them fucking gone. He doesn't care if Ursula has any kind of scheme going on. He can deal with that shit himself. I mean, Keyblade Kid, get the fuck out. You and Butt Finn and your nipples and your weird, really weird sea turtle looking friend, <laughs> right? Um, and um. But yeah, so we cut over to Ariel, who is crying somewhere. Um, 
as Floatsome and Jetsome come up and basically tell her, oh, it's so sad, you seem so sad, the world is so unfair, if only there was someone who could help you. Oh, you know what? Ursula could probably help Get you. Get out of here! <laughs> they, they, I don't even know, they like... And that is the timer that just went off, by the way. Dang, okay, so we will come back next time at, basically in time for the boss fight. Um, hey. Yeah, uh, Ursula is going to basically tell Ariel if you can, or that she's pretty sure the keyhole is somewhere in the palace, so she can help Ursula find it. I can help you see uh, see those other worlds you've been wanting to see, and it's like, I trust you 100%. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So yeah, we'll pick up there next time. We almost made it. Um, we got close. We got close. We did get close. Uh, moving on. And Craig didn't fuck up so far. Anyway, moving on to questions. We have two, I think, on Twitter. So I'll go ahead and hit those first. Okay. Beep, 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 beep. I'll do the Discord when we get there because I actually have an answer to the first one because everything else has been freaking spoiler. Oh, dang. Oh, actually, we got to go back and hit uh, Flutter Darks from last time, though, so don't let me forget that. Wait, what? Oh, Flutter Dark uh, had had one question about the end of um, Aladdin, so we didn't get to it because we hadn't finished that world yet. So we got to go, yeah. Uh, anyway, we have two um, two questions on Twitter, uh, both from Jasmine Marsh at Pitmon, who, uh, okay, I'm okay. Anyway, she says, yeah, the first one, if you had to design a horrible non-linear maze, how would you do your best to make every goddamn room look the same? <laughs> and what would the name for everyone, or what would the name be for everyone? Parentheses, they all have the same name. So basically like how Monstro, it was just all of the chambers, like chamber one, two, three, four, so on and so forth, that all looked real dang similar, right. is what she's asking about. And my thing is... <clears throat> Portal did basically the same thing, but I feel like I, yeah, I feel like it was easier to figure yourself out in Portal. Granted, their test chambers were a lot smaller too, and not like all connected, so there is that, I guess. But still, I would, I would trap somebody in an office building. <gasps> yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. And like, all the hallways would look the same, but like they would branch off, so it would look like you were going down a new office building, kind of like the R&R work, except you would come out on the other side, and it would be exactly like where you started. Yeah, just the the exact same like set of cubicles or whatever. There you go. Right. Uh, let me see. It'd be like the, it would be like the Velcro project, and you would never leave. <laughs> oh, I never did get to see that. I was thinking like the Stanley Parable, also. Which is also said in a um, in an office building, right? Uh, anyway, like no, just walls on walls of cubicles, right? Uh, but anyway, her her other question uh, also: How would you twist Agrabah to give my unintentional namesake Jasmine more to do? Because she had like nothing to do in uh, the in the world. Um, I would say earlier on in the game where she's like trying to avoid Jafar. Give her, like, a Metal Gear Solid-style sneaking section where, like, it is her, like, ducking in and around shit to try and, like, avoid getting seen by the Heartless or something. That would be cool. And then I would really like if there was some kind of mechanic in, um, I forgot what it's called, in the uh, Pot Centipede fight where, like, if you hit, like, the right jar that she's in or something, like, she can, you and, you and or she and Sora, rather, can get, like, a combo of some kind to like knock the centipede apart for a minute. That would have been cool. I would say, um, maybe Jasmine herself wouldn't be like in the fight, but she could summon Raja. Oh, that'd be neat. 
That's what I would say. She could summon Raja to help you. Like she could either or Raja could either take out any heartless in the arena or actually go after Jafar, but that that would be what I would say. Right. Okay. Uh let me see. Going back to the questions from last time. There we go. Hang on, why was Flutter Dark Sutherland? Okay, there it was. Uh, if you were in Aladdin's shoes with the lamp and only have two wishes, since remember his first wish was just get rid of these five heartless. Aladdin, you wasted that first one. To preserve how this ends, how would you resolve the problems of the world? Slash, when would you even use the wishes? I would. I think if he can, I would say seal. I would tell him I wish for you to seal the keyhole and see if that works. Or if if he can't seal it himself, then reveal it so that Sora can seal it real quick. And then still use my third wish to make him free. Use his goddamn extra loose pants to seal the sands. No, no, no. Genie, not Aladdin. Oh. Use Aladdin's pants to seal the sands. <laughs> I'm not letting this go. You're not going to forgive this, are you? No, I'm not. Okay. Uh... So yeah, did you want to read them this time? Okay, so if we are going over to Discord then, uh, we're going to start with Flutter Dark. Uh, the first question that I can actually answer. Yours. That's not spoiler. Yeah. Uh, so, we need a ship to travel between worlds. How is Monstro swimming in space? Uh, my answer is, if the windfish can do it, so can Monstro. Fair. I was just going to quote Jiminy and say he's a whale of a whale. <laughs> but, my thing is, because, like, if the original movie makes such a big deal about how big Monstro is, so I think it's supposed to be, and we'll get Something a little bit later on that kind of also helps play into this with a different character. But I think it's basically just supposed to be that Monstro is so big and so not giving a fuck that instead of now having the ocean, he just has space and he's just swimming around in it like it doesn't matter. I'm just saying, if the Windfish can do it, who are we to say that Monstro isn't the Windfish in like some twisted dimension? Ooh, I could go for that. Right? Uh. Alright, uh. Okay, yeah, these. Water dark. The uh, second Flutter Dark uh, question, he uh, spoilered just for comedic purposes. So why did Donald keep his upper body yet Goofy fu uh, fully turned into a turtle? Sort of makes sense because Merman. And again, I'm going to go back to Donald knows that turtles can't just straight up breathe underwater. So he was secretly hoping that Goofy would accidentally drown. You know what? I'm going to go with that, right? too. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's as best as I've got. I'm going with It was too. an assassination attempt. I do right. really like... You can't really tell in that picture. Um, obviously, since Donald has his whole upper body still there, he's able to hold his staff to like still cast spells and shit. And same with Sora. He can still hold and swing the Keyblade. Goofy, because he doesn't have hands anymore, his shield is just stuck to the back of his shell. His little, little funny flippers. <laughs> but no... Uh, Turn you into soup. But no, yeah, his his shield is just stuck to the back of his shell now. <laughs> it's so funny. Goofy, you're gonna wind up as soup. I mean in some black market. Okay, uh let me see. Flutter Dark's third question. Not a question. It's not really a question. Well yeah. Not a question, but a fact, since gameplay is part of this. Monstro's location on the world map is dependent on which world you try to fly to uh first between Atlantica and uh, the pumpkin world. He wasn't sure if I had uh, told you how, or he wasn't sure how much I had told you, since I already told you, um, and I remember before Christmas. Again, going month. forward, I am not allowed to know anything past what we have already covered in episodes. Yeah, but since I had already told you, um, I remember before Christmas is in this one, that the next 
Yeah. And it's going to be the next world that we do, obviously. Um, it's Halloween Town. <gasps> we get to the night before Christmas next episode? Yes. But yeah, it... But yeah, the rules are arranged so that you can technically skip either one of them and just not even do it. You can entirely not do Atlantica or Halloween Town. You have to do one of them in order to get the next sec- uh, next world on the loop to show up, but you can entirely skip the other one. I'm leaving on a jet <laughs> see the pumpkin king again. Oh my goodness. Uh, let me see. We also had... Don't judge me. Too late. We also had three questions from Casey. Uh, got any unfinished... I'm, un- I'm unspoiling them one at a time. There so we go. The okay, one. yeah. Her first question, got any unfinished business with some puppets? Which, I feel like, the way that's worded, is that reference to something? And I'm just not getting it? I, if it is, I'm not getting it either. Okay. Anyway, do you have... Unless we're talking about, you know, the freaking Pokemon Heartless thing eating Pinocchio. That's the only <laughs> thing I can think of. Uh, but didn't you say you had something for this, though? The... No, 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 no. The one I had something for was for the monster. So I was going to do the windfish thing. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought you were talking. You'd been talking about this. Um, no, no, no. Any of the ones that were spoiled, I am just now clicking on them. I did not look at any of the spoiler questions ahead of time. Okay, okay. Uh, I don't really. Yeah, I can behave. I don't really fuck around with puppets that much. Uh, because no. I'm not. I'm not a huge fan. <laughs> my my. I read Goosebumps as a kid, so I know puppets are bad. News. I didn't. It, with me, it's not even because of that. My grandma and grandpa in California, um, one of the one of what is now one of the guest rooms was my mom's room when she was a kid. Just had a fucking Raggedy Ann and Andy doll just hanging above the bed, like every time we would go out to visit, and that shit was not acceptable. Okay, so no, my uh, my mother's experience with our family poltergeist. She had a doll that was where okay. So that's what she and my dad were at. It had like this big, like three-tiered mantle. It had a doll that sat on the top shelf. So like you couldn't get to this top shelf unless you were like on a ladder. And mom would come into the room and the doll would be facing the back of the wall. <laughs> Just mad and pouting. Yeah. It was Riku. I forgot about it, but he, when Geppetto is begging him to give Pinocchio back, he says that he has unfinished business with this puppet. And I completely blanked on that while we were recording. Casey, I am so sorry, but apparently my brain is dumb. Uh, Casey's second question, is the shark the least consequential boss fight in the game? Because it does, I think, technically count as like a boss or a mini-boss, kind of like, again, like Sabor did. And yeah, since, like I said, every time you come back to this area, he's st- he's there again and just being like, all right, let's go. Round 35. Come on. Let's say, yeah, in that case, he would lose his impact, I would think. Yeah. Like, if he, if he only showed up the one time, I still think I'd like Sabor better out of the two. <laughs> but yeah. Shark doesn't even have a name, now I think of it. He's just the shark. No, he doesn't. He's just shark. Damn. Damn, y'all. We're going to call him Bruce. What aquatic creature would, uh, Casey's third question, what aquatic creature would Donald disguise you as in Atlantica? <laughs> I actually really like sharks, so I would love it if I somehow became, like, a shark that had, like, a horrible amalgamation of my face just slapped onto the front of it, just so I could swim around going, ah, 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 ah. I know exactly what I would be. I'm just getting a picture of it. I would be a wolfie. A what? A wolf eel. Oh, wolf eel. I heard that always like one word. I was like, what the fuck is a wolf eel? No, a wolf eel. Okay. 
Hang on, let me see. There's a picture though of one like basically they pulled it up from like from the sea, and it's like going for this guy's face. Ooh. Yeah, and the picture is like, oh my Jesus! Oh, it's so guys, big. How is like? How, it's like how is this guy looking this calm? I can't find it, but this thing is freaking huge. Like basically, with its mouth open, it could basically engulf its head. I'm looking. I'm and looking he's like, at a picture he's of holding it like barely at arm's length, and it's looking at it like, "Come a little closer, and I will eat you." I'm looking at a different picture then, because I'm looking at one of like a Japanese fisherman like struggling to hold this thing. <laughs> Meanwhile, the wolf yell is just screaming, just Brah! I that too. I'm trying to find. <laughs> Put me back. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, oh. No. Here we go. Here we go. Here's what I'm gonna be. I'm putting the picture in the Ansem report. Hang uh... on. There we go. That's the oh jeez, what is that? Face. That's a moray eel. I'm gonna eat your face. <laughs> when the cat eats your face, that's a moray eel. <laughs> that's literally a moray. No, okay, no. Uh, if I'm not a shark, the other option would be an anglerfish, so, so I can sit there with the big stupid light hanging in front of my face, like. <laughs> you realize if you were an anglerfish, Stephen, that means you'd be a female, right? Are they all girls? Because they're the big. Because they're the big, scary ones. The males are like little parasites. I feel like, actually, I feel like I knew that at one point. That sounds familiar. But that's funny as hell. I'm okay with that. What else? I'm in the wrong section. I mean, hey, girl power, right? <laughs> Is this an effective use of girl power? Uh, was that our last question? Hang on, did we have anyone else? Uh, scrolling on, scrolling on. Uh, I think those are the questions. Everything else you guys were just like, spoiling out other stuff for me. Oh, uh, yeah, I think that was us just messing around. All right. Okay, yeah, 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 no more questions. Cool, cool, cool. When the cat eats your face and you bleed over the place, that's some more. Okay, so yeah, uh, next time we will fight Ursula twice, uh, get the last Keyblade that we didn't manage to see tonight, definitely probably gonna do um, Halloween Town, and... If you've been keeping up with the bosses, you already know what the last world is, and just looking at that. No spoilers. We still haven't fought Captain Hook yet, so where do you think we're going to go after Halloween Town? Okay, that's fair. Yeah, see? <laughs> but yeah, so we'll definitely finish Atlantica next time. I'm going to say most likely going to finish Halloween Town, and then based on how we've been going, we'll probably start the world after that, but I don't know if we'll finish Eh, we'll get to it, we'll get to it. Yeah. Especially because I'm sure there's another tournament that pops up somewhere in there, so we'll have to take like a little detour for that. Alright, so aside from that, I'm trying to think what would be coming up. Yeah, when this posts, we will be recording our episode for a Goofy movie, so you guys can look forward to that soon. And Because it's an awesome movie. I, I was about to say, and then you can look forward to Blank after that, but I don't know what Nero's picking. <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh so yeah um cat how you feeling so far i'm feeling good i'm liking it i really like how it's pulling in the uh i like how it's pulling in the disney movies that you know we already know and love but it's kind of putting a different twist on yeah um i i'm, I'm really digging it so far cool hold on to that i still hate a lead chance though and you will not convince me otherwise no, i'm not gonna try <laughs> all right um everybody y'all have fun bye what did I say bye yet? Have a good one. Bye yet, really. Yeah.